Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Labor Day Manic Monday edition of The Rundown. I am your host, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the left coast. But as we know, I do not do this program by myself. No, you do not. I assist. My name is Mike Wachowski. I am coming to you from the East Coast, from the uh, the coast with the most guns. Let's say that. Uh, it's proud. To, it's a great day and proud to be here with you, everybody, here on uh, the Rundown, the Manic Monday edition, Labor Day Manic Monday edition of the Rundown. Craig, it's great to be here with you. Oh, it is. It is definitely phenomenal. See, the reason why we decided to do the program, because quite honestly, for us, this is not work. <laughs> no, it is not. And you know what? I'm, I'm sitting here and uh, I realized we didn't do the... Uh, 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 the the camera test before we started today's show, uh, and, and as you do, Craig. Listen, I, I we we do more than the rundown. You and I both do more than the rundown. And over the weekend, I did the uh, the radio show from this portion of the studio. So I realized I was sitting about five feet too close to the camera here a moment ago. So <laughs> so sorry, folks. You had to come in with my head from top of your screen to bottom of your screen. I just moved back a little bit. So yeah, Mike was looking like Mike was looking like he was a little too close. He looked like he gained a little weight. <laughs> Yeah, look, I was right here. Was right, was right, was I started the program right here all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's funny when you do, you, you know, the fact that we do have so many different things that we do. It's like we're always readjusting stuff in order to make it yep. fit for whatever program uh, we're working on. So anyway, but we appreciate your patience, you know. Yes, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> now we're back to back to normal size and everything here. The light. We didn't do the light check. We didn't do any of that. So anyway, so are we going to be are we going to be putting anything on the grill today? Uh, on the grill today, you know, listen. Um, I've had a I've got a very awesome grill. It's one of them grills that's got gas. It's got uh, uh, regular charcoal. It's got a, a burner on one side, smoker on the other, and I love it. And I love it. And it's about four or five years old now, so it's got about. Oh, three good grills left in it. You know, three good, three good uh, sessions left in it. So I try not to do small things on it. I want to do large things on it because I know at some point it's just going to crumble away. Because remember, <laughs> I, unlike where you are, Craig, I'm in, uh, I'm in Florida. So you can, unless you bring it inside at night, four, four years tops is the most you're going to get out of a grill here because it's oh, going wow. to just rust away. Wow, I you know I, I never think about I always I never think about that. But yeah, I guess that is one of the. The downsides of being there in Florida. But it's also an excuse to go buy a new grill every four or five years. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking for one. This one uh, had, uh, listen, you, you, when you look at grills here, you're like, okay, how thick's the steel? That's what you want to know because you want to know how many years you're going to get out of it. <laughs> you know, If you just go buy those those cheap Wally World ones, uh, you know, you're going to get one or two seasons out of it most before they start to rot apart at the seams. So right. it's a... Uh, it's a. I, I love grilling, and um, I, I even got one of those little indoor grills that I could grill on. Not a George Foreman, but like a regular. Uh, well, if it ain't a George Foreman, it ain't a real indoor grill. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, but I got one of them smokeless <laughs> uh, flame grills, you know. So, mm -hmm. uh, so well, we have to be some grill going on. I got some steaks out right now. We definitely we so we have both a Blackstone griddle as well as a uh, we have a, a, a Camp Chef smoker. So we're oh. just still deciding which one we're going to do. The smoker obviously takes a little bit more time, but definitely comes out a little, yeah, somewhat much better. Yeah. The Blackstone is actually, I like it because it's actually very convenient, easy to clean, very durable. Um, it might wind up using the Blackstone, you know, to make breakfast tomorrow. Or, you know, it's, it's great because you can do the, everything right there on one griddle. I've got, I've got the griddle. I've got the, uh, the smoker. I love doing smoked meats, but 
you can't do smoked meats in Florida in the summer. You'll kill yourself. You got to wait till the winter to come around. Uh, so you get about three, four months out of it. But I've got, and I've really gotten into Craig is cooking the steaks on the cast iron inside the house. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. My son-in-law does that all the time. The He's the master yeah. at it. Yep. Yep. Very good stuff. But if you want it done right, though, you have to be you have to be cool with with rare to medium rare steak. My oh, wife yeah, likes yeah. well, and I'm like, you can't. It's still too hard no. to do on a on a cast iron without burning it. <laughs> the I outer part, cook, anyway. I won't cook a medium to well. Medium, maybe I'll give you, but medium well or well steaks. If you want that, you go somewhere else. I'm not cooking that steak uh. for you. I won't do it. <laughs> Totally it. understandable. Totally understandable. Man has to have yeah. his standards. Yep. Yep. Must have the meats. <laughs> have the meats. Speaking of standards, let's get into today's first story. Ooh. You know, it's amazing, you know, that, uh, well, I'm, I'm looking right now, what's going on right now, all the things that are going on in Texas, whether it's uh, the new abortion law or, 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 you know, constitutional carry. And one has to remember, oh, yeah, there's people running for office because <laughs> all of a sudden Texas is starting to look a lot more like Texas in a lot of ways. And here's one. So we all know, we've talked about this over and over again, how the financial industry is basically coming after the gun industry and making it very difficult for them to do business. Uh, if uh, by turning down transactions and things like that, not allowing firearms industry businesses to be banked, right? Uh, well, one of the things that's happening now in Texas, they're actually looking at passing a law that is basically going to uh, go after banks who uh, who seek to uh, violate the constitutional rights or just basically get in the way of firearms industry companies, in particular manufacturers, doing business. Yeah, here it is. Um, I'm reading it right now. It's Senate Bill 19 just passed, went into effect, uh, prohibits government entities from contracting with businesses that discriminate against the firearm or ammunition industry. Uh, this is this is targeted at, uh, at at the banks, Craig. Just like you said, it's targeted at the banks. So if banks are out there and they refuse to work with the firearms industry, it doesn't matter if it's you know Johnny's Gun Shop on the corner or uh, you know your massive uh, Magpul organization. I think has moved down there to, to Texas as well. Um, so depending on which company it is, large company, small company, if the banks are saying uh, we won't deal with them, then guess what? the banks don't get to deal with any of the Texas government agencies. That means no securing a half million dollar loan to build a new park. That means no hundred thousand dollar, you know, contract for a payroll accounts. None of that, that, you know, that could be from a $10 deal to a $10 billion deal. Uh, the state of Texas is saying, if you have any part of your company or organization that is refusing to work with the second amendment industry, then, uh, the state of Texas and all of its government entities refuse to work with you. I love that, man. It It is... Ultimately, I mean, how can you actually start discriminating against the company, against individuals who actually facilitate the exercising of a constitutionally protected right? That just never made any sense to me. Uh, it, it never It's never made any sense to me. Uh, but then again, when you start to look at, and once again, I, I will continue to go back to this. You go back and you look at what fascism is. It's exactly that. It's in particular when when you have individuals who are putting, who are, are utilizing corporations in order to implement yeah. a social policy that they agree with. Yeah. Oh, it's the hypocrisy of it. That's how they get to do it. They get to declare what they want is right and what is morally right. And that's where they come out there. They come out with these, these vice issues, these moral issues where they've decided that they're not only going to be the government threat, they're going to be the morality 
uh, of, of what you are, which is completely opposed to, right, to what we, we normally see, right, Craig? Is right. It, is, it, is it the Christian right? Isn't it the conservative right? But all of a sudden, the, the left gets to decide that you can't have you can't have the Second Amendment. Uh, wait a second! I thought didn't you just criticize us for 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 our for our morals and beliefs? But now you're going to go after firearms because you're convinced, based on the other left wing nut jobs that have been elected, that firearms are the bad thing and it's not the individuals. It well, exactly. But you know now now what we're going to have is uh, we're at least in the state of Texas. Uh, those companies are going to have to reconsider whether or not they want to do business with one of the largest states in the country. Yeah, there's other states that have looked at this. I know Florida looked at it. I believe Georgia has some kind of this in effect. If you recall when uh, when you had the, uh, the, the airline industry there uh, that was starting to go after Second Amendment rights, that's when their governor at the time said, well, then we are no longer going to be contracting as the state. We're going to be contracting with these other companies that are anti-2A. So it's really nice to see Texas Put yes. it into law and put it on paper, and now it's now it's being enforced. I mean, this law went into effect, you know, five days ago, and it's already being enforced. <laughs> so now I'm wondering if this has anything to do with our next story. Probably, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but you know, the city of Portland, and we all know the the progressive, forward thinking uh, morality police we have up there in in Portland. Uh, they've decided that they are now the city is officially going to ban all travel to Texas. But I don't think it's because of firearms law, is it? Oh, it's going to be part of it. Um, the, the people of Portland uh, have decided that the new laws, the abortion laws, the firearms laws, uh, the banking laws, whatever it is, that they don't agree with it. Abortion being their number one issue. Uh, you know, but, but they're saying because of the new laws in Texas, the people of Portland uh, are, are, are banning traveling to Texas. First off, you, you know, I don't even know if you can call it symbolic. This is this, this cannot be enforced whatsoever, thanks to the uh, uh, you know the U.S. Constitution and the ability to to, to travel freely from state to state. Um, and uh, you know, it's I don't even know. Listen, if they could, if they could, Craig, if they if they handed out bonuses for this, people in Portland still wouldn't be able to go because ninety percent of the people in Portland can't afford to leave Portland. It's just you know, it's turned into this. This hippie hole in the ground, where uh, you know they've driven all the big business out of town, and now you've got these. Well, well, look at the Chaz and the Chad people, right? This is right. this is all it's about. We give give me my government handouts. I want my weed, you know. Well, really, what the, what really what they're doing here is is there. It's really like no city employee. So, in other words, if you have if you are getting any city funding and you are coming for, and you are going to an event in Texas, they will not reimburse it. Is what yeah. it, that, that's usually what these ban, quote unquote bans yeah. mean. Right. It's right. just okay. Well, no government money will be spent on it. So if you have a conference planned in Texas, yeah, you're not going to that conference. If you have a meeting planned yeah. in we, Texas, yeah. you're not going to that meeting. Or at least we're not. We as the state are not paying, or in this case, Correct. the city, uh, Portland, the city, yeah. are not paying for it. Yeah. Um, it is symbolic at best. Uh, it's probably worth more as a as a PR stunt than it is really anything else. Right, right. Um, you know, I, I once again just will continue to go back to the whole idea of, you know, this, this, the, the, the Supreme Court of the United States, the, uh, several individuals just basically made up a right that didn't exist. And I think that uh, we have a right to debate whether or not that, whether or not it should be a constitutional right. And unfortunately, and they, they don't. They just don't believe it should be discussed. Yeah, listen, it's, 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 
it's not a constitutional right. I, and I'm sorry. And I know that's the way it's been worded since since 72, 73. That's a constitutional right. And again, my belief is that uh, a constitutionally authorized body, uh, you know, interpreted the law to be this. So somehow that became a constitutional right. I, I don't understand that at all. Uh, um, and, and again, listen, the Supreme Court may take this back up. The only reason they turned this down, Craig, we talked about this the other day, is because the people who brought the lawsuit had no standing. So, right. and, and this is a constitutionally strict court now. Right. Uh, I don't care. They, 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 here's basically what they said. We don't care what the issue is. If you don't have the right to bring the issue to us, we're not listening to it. Right. You know, we're setting some ground rules here, folks. You know, well, this, this it, interestingly enough, if you go actually go back and look at it, like right now, uh, same sex marriage, that's exactly what they did with same sex marriage. Right. Because the state of California, who actually had standing, at the time, it was it was Jerry Brown and uh, what was it? Well, there was Arnold Schwarzenegger and whoever the attorney general was. I think it was who was the attorney general when he was? Maybe it was Jerry. Anyway, the attorney general of California and the governor of California refused to defend the law, yeah. and so what happened was you had other another organization. Uh, the organization that actually put up the ballot measure was trying to defend it, and they said, "Nope, you don't have standing." And that's how same-sex marriage got to be the law yeah. of the land was because of standing. It had nothing to do with the Supreme Court actually ruling on the, on the content of the the, sub, uh, the substance of the content. Right, right, right. No, exactly right. So yeah, this is uh, you know, the, Portland. Portland's decided, Craig, that they're uh, they're not going to pay for funds to go there. And you and I get some travel. Oh no, you're right. not. You 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 had to back out. Um, or you're still up in the air. But we're going. We got some Texas travel coming up soon. And uh, listen, I'm not from Portland, but I love going to Texas because. But my the greatest part for me is when you get off the plane and they hand you a cowboy hat and a gun. So I love that part. Yeah. That's, How about those cowboys? Go. They're like, here you go. Here's a cowboy <laughs> hat. <Here's> yeah. A, <laughs> not that kind of cowboy hat, but you know. Right. Right. That, well, I guess they could. Right. You know. Hey, man. Well, check out the cowboy hat, man. There you go. Well, you know, and I'll tell you, there are some folks who, uh, well. They're not going to be very big fans of of events like that, especially if they're if they're pro Trump events. Because uh, Eric Swalwell, and if you guys have never heard of Eric Swalwell, well, then your head has been buried in the sand. He's he he ran for president. He's a left wing kook wacko. I know this because I live in California. I know kook and what kooks and wackos when I see yeah. them, and uh, he is one of California's finest uh, kooks and wackos. Uh, but he basically came out and said that. Uh, there was a, a, I guess it was a tr pro-Trump event, and they were basically saying that they were celebrating cop killers, Mike. Yeah, you know, you got to find this guy's thinking to get there. The way the way he works. Um, yeah, first off, you, you're right. This guy is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. There's there's no doubt in uh, in anybody's mind on him. Uh, there is a, there's a rally coming up. Uh, I don't have the date in front of me. Later in the year, a couple months down the road, in support of. Uh, president Trump, a uh, former President Trump, and but not just—it's not a Trump rally. It's it's a it's a conservative rights rally. It's a uh, you know we're standing up for ourselves. We want to, we want the current members of Congress, uh, you know, the Senate and the House to to both hear us. And uh, he has said that these are people, and, and this is the, the main goal is that they they are uh, they're there to support the people that were at the rally on the sixth of January. So the, the those they want to go there and show and again explain that um, those people are not terrorists; those people were not criminals. Many of them believe that 
it was legal to walk through the house. It's a government building. It's a government house. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a member of this country. Uh, in any other government building in the, in, the, in the country, you're allowed to walk through it because it's the people's building. So they didn't even, many people didn't even realize that this was a violation to walk through the building. Now, Craig, I want to be clear. I'm, you and I are not idiots. Those that broke down windows and doors and did property damage, you clearly knew they were doing wrong. But the other 90% that followed in behind them to an open door, you know, they may not have known. And we're seeing those people being charged. This is what this rally's for, is to go and support them. Well, Swalwell says that the people going to this rally are many people like the Oath Keepers uh, and, and one of the other uh, groups out there. But again, he calls the Oath Keepers an extreme right-wing hate group. Um, and if, Greg, if you're a member of the extreme right-wing hate groups, then you support the killing of police officers. That occurred at the Capitol, Craig, because that's what Swalwell is still there, stuck there, on. There's only one problem with that. Well, there's multiple problems. There was only one death at the Capitol that was caused Correct. by the rights. Only one. Yep. Uh, and it wasn't a cop. It was a, a, a vet veteran, uh, unarmed woman shot by Capitol Police. Who just recently admitted that he was in no fear whatsoever, and he pulled the trigger because she had done some property damage previously. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but he, I don't understand how you... To continue to push that narrative, and it was, it was funny because the New York Times pushed that narrative months after they knew yeah. that it wasn't true anymore. They continued to push that narrative. Uh, they updated their story like three months later, and they just kind of put a, they didn't change the headline of the story. They just put like a little thing on there. You know, the cause of his death was actually under investigation. Um, but yeah, no, the, Eric Swalwell is, is the epitome of a liar. I mean, keep in mind though, this is also the same guy who uh, had a Chinese spy, was sleep, well, was sleeping with a Chinese spy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we're not going to give him points for being particularly bright. No, none whatsoever. Uh, you know, he's clearly the poster child for marijuana consumption in California. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's, but once again, it's this sort of though hyperbole that comes from people who are supposed to be or considered to be respected uh, elected officials. It's that sort of division, that sort of hyperbole that gets people further down the food chain and the grassroots all hyped up. It's like, look, why can't you just disagree with them? If you disagree with the people who are rallying to support Donald Trump or the people who are rallying to support the people who were at the Capitol, then just say that. You don't have to start calling them cop killers, especially especially when uh, you folks at the same time are looking to let cop killers, let killers, period, rapists and murderers out of prison uh, in the guise of, you know, being smart on crime. There should be a test. There should be a test to be in office. I know it's not in the Constitution, Craig, but uh, you know we have such idiots out there today. There should, listen, nothing, nothing uh, difficult. How about I don't know the U.S. citizenship test? If you wanted to become a citizenship or become a citizen of this country, and then maybe I don't know. How about a criminal history background check and a drug test? I think we could do that, right? I mean, you're going to be accepting government funds, right? If you're a government employee, so shouldn't you have to pass those? Those, those mandated tests that all other government employees have to? I don't know why not. <laughs> yeah, but then we but that should happen before the campaign starts, though. Yeah. All that, no, no sense in you spend all that money on the campaign and you're not qualified. Yeah, right. right. That's <laughs> it. Well, 
he can't spend the money on the campaign because he's spending it on his other activities. Swalwell, like, <laughs> you know, how to lie about weed and stuff. Pretty much, pretty much. But, you know, and by the way, this kind of leads us into our next story. And this is a, this is weird. So you guys have heard of the Defense Reauthorization Act. It's basically a budget bill, right? It's literally just a bill that has all of the information and the funding for law, for, uh, for the military. Well, oftentimes people will try to, they will either claim that something is in there or people will actually try to stick stuff into budget bills uh, in order, because it's really the only way they can get policy passed. Well, one of the things that Democrats, it's rumored, are trying to sneak into the Defense Reauthorization Act would be basically something that would say that would prohibit members of the military from being uh, extremists or members of extremist groups or having extreme ideologies. And when you start getting into what they, how they defined extremists, it basically means being conservative. Yeah. Here, here's the, uh, here's the irony of this. I love this one. The, the way that they just, like you said, they define the extremist groups and they give by example, by names, one of the groups as the Oath Keepers. Now, Craig, I don't know if you've ever run into a group of the Oath Keepers. These are people that have decided whether they were from, you know, Cub Scouts all the way through yesterday, if they've taken an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, that there's no expiration date on that oath and that they will continue to be an Oath Keeper. Um, well, again, our, our FBI and our DOJ has defined Oath Keepers as an extremist organization now. Yet we don't want to have people in the military that might be extremists and might be oath keepers, even though to join the military, you take that oath. Well, we can't have people in the military <laughs> keeping oaths now, can we? <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I mean, we, I mean, you're going to take the oath. And politicians you're, you're, you're have oath already keeper. done. A, politicians <laughs> have already done away with uh, that arcane <laughs> thing of keeping <laughs> oaths. Yeah. Uh, just just. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Like like you said, uh, uh, politicians. Yeah, you know, where they do take that oath when they're sworn in, it means nothing to them. And we know that from the number of times we see them pass illegal, uh, immoral, unethical legislation. Uh, that, oh, yeah. that clearly, if they didn't have absolute immunity, they'd be tried themselves. Yet the military that takes that oath to support and defend is now an extremist because they've taken an oath to support and defend. So I don't know how you have anybody in the military because if you're taking an oath, you're an oath keeper, you're an extremist, and you can't have extremists that are oath keepers in the military. Who's on first? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, yeah. But these are the ridiculous thing that the tribe comes up with, or the squad, or the squad, whatever their name is, yeah. It sounds good, though. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds good. And that's really, them, right? See, the, the scariest part about all of this is, and, and I can tell you because we're living it here in California, at least in Washington, D.C., there's a group of people who call themselves conservatives, uh, the real Republicans, uh, right. that has some conservatives in it. Uh, that is standing in the way of of some of this cra the crazier stuff actually getting into law. Well, in California, we don't have that. We don't have enough to stand in the way of anything, and we have a governor who's pretty much decided that yeah, no, I'll sign anything they send to me. Um, and it, I'm telling you, it becomes a three ring circus, and that's what we're seeing now in California is is, is literally whether it's you know drought or wildfires or electrical shutdowns or locking down the entire Bunch economy, lights. keeping kids out of school, uh, you name it, or shutting down Uber drivers. I mean, it's, dude, it's, it's bad out here. It is, get, it is getting bad out here policy-wise. And 
I'm thinking that the recall is at least uh, a sign that uh, some normal people have woken up. Yeah, and uh, I, I appreciate everything you're saying, but the same reason you have your recall now is the same reason you had your recall 20 years ago. Um, it's not maybe there was a lesson to be learned, but they didn't remember it rather well. Or maybe your population has just completely turned over in the past 19 years since your last recall election, 18 years since your last recall election. But um, Craig, take the high ground. Take the high ground. Get yourself something with a scope on it, right. and, and 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 hold out. You well, know? yeah, people. I'm telling the problem is people think, okay, well, we got rid of that guy, so now we've solved the problem. The thing is, yeah. is that yeah. no, no one election is going to solve yeah. California's problems. No, no, and we know that with the with the you know any election we saw that yeah. with President Trump, right? We we brought a guy in who wasn't from the swamp, and he spent four years fighting the swamp. Imagine what the guy could have got done if he uh, hadn't had to fight his own people. <laughs> I keep thinking, you know, now that I think about it, it we should put uh, the swamp thing and put uh, Donald Trump's hair on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the swampy gold hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it. I oh like man, it. but you know, hey, look. Okay, so this next one, let's get into the next story. I was trying to think of a cool transition, but I'm like, this is... Okay, so you guys you guys know that we've had hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of, of miners uh, coming to the border, uh, coming into the country. Well, uh, apparently, we've lost thousands of them. Thousands of them, we have absolutely no idea where they are, where they've gone. We've literally handed them over to people without even vetting who the people are that we're handing them over to, and they're just gone. Remember the stories, Craig, of the uh, of the child abuse and the sexual abuse uh, on children that we had going through government, and we know that the President Trump's administration and the DOJ spent countless hours uh, and time uh, getting rid of the the underage trafficking of children yes. uh, and, and 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 doing it, I mean, except, and you saw these raids going on around the country, uh, where these children would be saved and sent back uh, to home and wherever they were from um, in this country. Um, yet here we have, you know, sleepy hair sniffing kid Joe uh, losing losing kids at the border, and now they're like, "Hey, uh, what happened to little Johnny and his sister that were right here?" I don't know. All right, well, bring me another one. Did, what? They, they're lo they've lost thousands of children. Lost them. Uh, do you have them? No, I don't have them. I thought you had them. Well, are, did you check in the back seat of the car? They're not there. All right. Well, next, they're, they've really got that attitude with us. I, I I have an idea. I think this is a problem that Joe Biden is uniquely qualified <laughs> to solve. Yeah, I'm sure he can sniff them out. Listen. They give him the, the they they give him a little sniff of like a young uh, uh, Mexican child's hair, and then they say, "Go, Joe, go, go, find him, find him." And he just says, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts moving around the country like a canine looking for the drugs. <laughs> he just like, found one, found one. Give him the ball, you know, he's good to go. Exactly. That's what I think. That's what I think we ought to do. But uh, it, and it, what's interesting is is that you don't see a lot of this in the mainstream media. Mainstream media is literally there's nothing going on at the border. No, I'm nothing. like, there are hundreds of thousands of people streaming across our border that we know of. Right. That doesn't include the hundreds of thousands that we don't know about that got through uh, undetected. 
Hundreds of thousands of them, and many of them, a huge chunk of them are children, are unaccompanied minors. And we are losing them. We have no idea where they are. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC are saying nothing. Yeah, listen, it's so horrible down there at the border. Uh, I mean, they've abandoned all work. Everything that has gone on. There's so many holes in the fence. They're so short of manpower. I read a story, uh, a second-hand story. Uh, you know, I, I got it from the guy who was there uh, that said um, things are so bad at the border. The, the holes in the fences are there, and there's no maintenance for them that the, the, the Customs and Border Patrol people have taken the old cargo uh, uh, construction containers, you know, 20-foot containers that you put construction yeah. materials in, and they're dropping them into the, along the holes in the fence because there's no longer anybody there to fix the holes in the fences again. So they're using the construct the abandoned construction equipment to now work as the fence line. <coughs> I have, I've, I've, I'm speechless. But once again, uh, those of you out there who voted for, for uh, Biden uh, because you didn't like Orange Man and his mean tweets, this is on you. Yep. I, I, it's funny. I find it hard to even blame Joe Biden because he's, he's not even cognitively there half the time. I blame the people who put him in office. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, I'm convinced most of the time he's not aware he's there uh, or no. he thinks he's been the president for 20 years. Just, <laughs> not at all. Or he thinks he's still a senator. Yeah. He has no idea what's going on. So, and where's Kamala? She's just wandering the countryside somewhere. She had no idea what she's doing either. Mm-mm. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Yeah, <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, buddy. Come on, let's step outside. You and I your mean, AR-14s. Okay, so... All right, let's move on to our parting shot. Now, this one was hilarious. Mikey, Mike picked this one out. Um, Mike, tell, tell, me what you're th- tell us what your thinking was on this particular parting shot before I put it well, out. Well, Craig, every time you and I get to a story and we say something like, oh, look... Uh, a U.S. senator, or excuse me, a U.S. congressman just said that Trump supporters support cop killers. You're like, where, do, where in the world do you get that from? That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Nobody could possibly believe that. Uh, or you talk about, Craig, did you hear about what's going on on the border? They lost thousands and thousands of kids. That's crap. That's the stuff you see on the dark web, the QAnon. You see all that other stuff. And now, Craig, all of these wild and wacky stories that we've always said, not a, not a chance. Not a chance they're true. They're all coming true. So that's when I saw this. I was like, this is us. <laughs> U.S. facing shortage of conspiracy theories as all of them have come true. <laughs> Let's see. Well, think about it. You've got uh, the, the, the Chinese Wuhan Kung Fu bat flu. That's right. That's came, right. Was, came out of a lab and we're, right. we're it's China. likely. Yeah. It's gone from that is a wild, crazy theory a conspiracy theory, a racist conspiracy theory to, yeah, that's most likely what happened. <laughs> yeah, well, and then remember, it was uh, we just need two weeks to flatten the curve and make sure the ventilators stay free and the ICU beds stay free, and then we'll be back to normal, folks. And yeah. and conspiracy, yeah. quote-unquote conspiracy theorist says, no, they're going to let this thing drag out. They're going to shut down the economy. They're going to start redistributing wealth. Um. Yeah. Is that Here not what they're? Is that not what they're doing? Here you go. Yeah, that's all <laughs> of the all of the conspiracy theories have come true. <laughs> they continue uh, to come true. Such is our life. Such is our life. Such is life in these United States in this time. 
Anyway, what's, what what is what was that saying? It's a, it's a republic if you can keep it. That's right. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder, to be quite yep. honest. All right, yep. folks. Hey, uh, uh, we're going to be wrapping up here. But before we do, Mikey's going to give a shout out to our sponsors. Hey, hello, sponsors. How are you doing today? we got our good friends from uh, Grid Defense and Gorilla Machining. I think we're going to get another one to pop up here within the next week or two because uh, Gorilla and Grid have been uh, fighting it out for top spot. So uh, we uh, we enjoy having them with us. We'll get some more uh, some more giveaways from them this week. I know we'll have it, and um, uh, that'll be on Feedback Friday. So make sure you watch every day until Feedback Friday because we've got uh, on Friday we also we have quiz time too. And if you can win quiz time and answer things from the previous shows, then you get uh, you get even more bonus stuff. So uh, uh, many many thanks to our good friends at uh, Grid Defense and Gorilla Machining. Please check them out. Exactly, Mundo. Well, folks, it's been a pleasure today. I very much appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate you liking, sharing, and subscribing. So make sure you've subscribed to our YouTube channel. Make sure you've, uh, you're following us on Facebook. Uh, and make sure you're visiting our sponsors and letting them know how much you appreciate them supporting the rundown. Oh, by the way, just to remind you, uh, you guys can now find us. Uh, we, this, we, there's an audio version of the podcast. Uh, we're on Google Play Store, Google Play uh spotify soon to come to apple uh soon to come to apple and itunes man that sounds awesome we should be on that show we should we should get we should get on that show we the should rundown that show. audio yeah that's it Good all stuff. right Good stuff. talk to you folks later <laughs>